Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy 2.15 and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton. And welcome back this week. I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. Welcome this week. Uh, we're going to start with, um, well, we'll open in prayer. Pam, can you open in prayer for us? Yes, I'll do that. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for the goodness and the grace that you have given us, Lord, and daily how we experience your love. Lord, we pray that you would just guide and direct in the Bible study tonight. May your word open up the hearts and minds of men, and Lord, may the gospel bring those to salvation, Lord. We pray for the listeners that are listening throughout the world and the listeners tonight that are on Facebook. Lord, help us to present your word um, with truth and with the spirit of love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And one thing that, um, you know, I always appreciate and it's nice that we have this forum, especially with our Facebook Live listeners, that they can send us in questions, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of times we're doing our devotions and we read something that we just want that explained a little bit better. So I think this week we even had a question come in from last week. Pam, did you? Uh, yes, we one? did. And I'm not sure to how to pronounce um, his name. It's Biswal Das. He had a question, and it said, I have a question. Jesus said to the 12 disciples, go not to go to Samaritan, or not to go to Samaria, in Matthew 10, 5. But Jesus went to Samaria and shared the gospel with the woman there. Why did he stop the 12 disciples from going? Well, um, so he was re- he's referring to Matthew 10, 5. Yes. I'll go ahead and read that. Okay. Um, It says, These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. When um, uh, when Jesus went to uh, that city, he was on his way from Judea, him and the apostles. They were on their way from Judea to Galilee. And they stopped off and uh, Christ was, uh, or Jesus was thirsty or whatever. So he stopped to get a drink out of Jacob's well. And um, uh, you got to remember that the Samaritans were half Jews and half Gentiles. And they were hated now, the Samaritans hated the Jews, and the Jews hated the Samaritans, and uh, Jews considered them as dogs. But Jesus uh, went to the well to get something to drink, and he met a woman there. And, of course, he gave her the uh, gospel, a Jewish lady. Um, if you read uh, John 4, 4 through 7, and he must needs to go through Samaria. 
Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Sychar, near to the partial of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being weary with his journey, sat thus on the wall, and it was about the sixth hour, means about 12 o'clock. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said unto her, Give me drink. For his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Okay. Um, Pam, would you read uh, Luke uh, 9, 51 through 56? Mm-hmm. And it came to pass when the time was come that he set, that he should be received up, he steadfastly set his face to go to Jerusalem and sent messengers before his face, and they went and entered into the village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. And they did not receive him, because his face was as though he would go to Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, wilt thou that we command fire to come down from heaven and consume them as Elias did? But he turned and rebuked them and said, You know not what manner of spirit you are. For the Son of Man is not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them, and they went to another village. Okay. And uh, Michelle, would you want to read uh, Deuteronomy 7, 3 through 5? Okay. And neither shalt thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter they shall not give unto his son, nor his daughter shalt thou take unto thy son. For they will turn away thy son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of the Lord be kindled against you and destroy thee suddenly. But thus shall ye deal with them. Ye shall destroy their altars and break down their images and cut down their groves and burn their graven images with fire. So this was a commandment from God to the Jews not to intermarry but to stay with their own people and to marry their own people because they would draw them away, which what happened in Samaria. Mm -hmm. The Samaritans, uh, the Jews married Gentiles and they were drawn away to other gods. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and of course there was a middle wall of partition put up between the Jew and the Gentile. But now, during this age of grace, in Ephesians 2, 13 through 15, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down that middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in, the, in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make himself of twain, one new man, so we make peace. So a Jew today has to come to salvation the same way a Gentile has to, okay? Mm -hmm. For a time being, Israel has fallen for a time being until the uh, Gentiles have been completed, or the body of Christ. Then we'll pick up with prophecy after we're gone. Yeah, and I believe in 10.5, when Jesus was instruction, instructing the 12 disciples, he was given them that instruction because Jesus came and was sent to the Jews 
so the Jews can receive Christ as the Messiah and be saved through Christ. But because they rejected that message, Jesus was telling them, we're going to go, their mission was going to go to the Jews. It was the original plan. Mm -hmm. And so this instruction was part of that. Um, But because of that rejection, then it was opened up through Paul to go to the Gentiles. But that's part of that whole thing of um, why did Jesus say not go there? And then he did. But Mm -hmm. we can see that Jesus did open the opportunity for this Samaritan woman Mm-hmm. to accept him as Lord and Savior. And she, re- she acknowledged him as Messiah. And, he's, and she was a religious woman. She wasn't, um, a, wasn't not religious because she said, well, we worship over here. They worship over there. And she was telling Jesus, you know, I do worship God. Mm-hmm. And Jesus brought to herself, well, we, now you're going to worship in spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And Jesus knew her heart and knew her life. And that's what brought her to the knowledge of her Messiah. Yeah. That's right. And accepting him. Mm-hmm. All right. Good question. And so um, um, hopefully that helps, helps him uh, clarify that answer uh, for him. And if anybody has comments or anything, you can always uh, message us and put your comments um, in our Facebook um, uh, live feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so now we're going to move on to our new series that we're doing. Uh, we're talking about ambassadors, um, the, our responsibility, our position um, into that. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start with that, Michael. Okay. Uh, Pam, would you read um, our, our verses will be in, uh, uh, centered on 2 Corinthians um, 5, 9 through 21, and then we'll have comparative verses to that. As okay. we go through it. Okay. So, Pam, would you like to read uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 9 through 21, please? Yes. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, We persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For we command not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on your behalf, that ye may have somewhat the answer to them, which glory in the appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is to your cause." For the love of Christ constraineth us, but we thus judge that if one died for all, then we that were all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which dieth for them and rose again. Wherefore, thenceforth, know we no man after the flesh, yea, Though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all, all things have become new. 
and all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses upon them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Very good. Thank you, Pam. To be an ambassador, um, the very moment that uh, we believe the gospel, and that gospel is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, Christ was crucified. He shed his blood for the sins of the world. Uh, he, he was buried. And he rose again the third day. Once we believe that simple gospel, those works, that, that gift, once we believe that, immediately we become uh, a brand new creation. Uh, we're saved. We're heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And we receive responsibilities as that new believer. Uh, and at that point, we become ambassadors, and we've been commissioned by God to be an ambassador for Christ. To be an ambassador, ambassador to be an ambassador, is a big responsibility, and really an honor because we're ambassadors for the very God that created us, the God of the universe. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's greater than being an ambassador for the United States or whatever. This is an ambassador for the creator of everything. Mm -hmm. We are sent out by the Lord Jesus Christ for him to represent him. We are commissioned to finish the mission that the Apostle Paul started and to explain why Christ is absent today from the earth in the message of reconciliation. That's our message is reconciliation, reconciling man to God. We are the only representative that God has on earth today. It's not Israel, but the body of Christ. We represent God on earth today. If anybody sees Christ, or if anybody hears Christ today, it's through the body of Christ, and through the preaching and teaching of the gospel, rightly dividing the word of truth. The message of grace was given to us to give to a lost and dying world. It is a great privilege to represent the Lord Jesus Christ. And we must understand our ambassadorship position in God's eternal purpose. The question is, what is God's will? So we need to understand this responsibility. And the only way that we can understand it is to study study God's word, Romans through Philemon, for this today for the body of Christ, and Paul's uh, revelation given by the risen Christ, this mystery. And, and as ambassadors, we need to know the doctrine, the sound doctrine, so that we can present it 
properly. Okay. So it would probably be if um, uh, kind of like um, a, a way to look at it is uh, we're big fans. So if I'm a big fan of the Cincinnati Bengals um, and I get excited when they play a game and, and go out and tell other people and, you know, uh, wear my jersey for, you know, to be excited. So probably just as I get excited about that, I should be excited to be an ambassador uh, for Christ because there's people who don't know Christ. And in order for them to hear that is, you know, by God's will of me coming across that person and taking that advantage that, you know, hey, here's information that you might not have known and I can share that with them. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. has to do with their eternity, eternity, with eternity. And using the same passion as I have, if it's if, if it's for our sports teams, if it's our, you know, things that we get excited about, we can get excited about this too. You better get more excited about. This. Yes, yes, definitely. So yeah, so that's um, a good way to to look at that as well. Um, yeah, okay. we're we are representations of Christ. Mm-hmm. We represent him, and that's what ambassadors do for other countries. They represent yeah. the United States. Yeah, but like the United States, if you're an ambassador from the United States, you need to know the Constitution. You need to know the laws. You need to know the purpose of the administration that's in charge at that time, whether it's Republican or Democrat or whatever. Mm-hmm. You need to know the desires of the president. Mm-hmm. You need to know all that stuff. And, and it's so serious that we need to study the Word of God. And we need rightly to, divide and understand. Yeah, it. definitely. We need to rightly divide so that we're giving out the right information. Uh, so we're going to uh, come back to this. I think we'll be in uh, Corinthians when we come back from break. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC's CEO, Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? 
Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul Hi. and welcome back i'm your host michelle mix i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host pam lampton and we would like to thank all of our supporters of this program uh, and your financial support that allows us to present the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you would like to uh, support us or contact us, you can send um, a letter to 14th Street Ministries Incorporated at 366 Woods Avenue, Newark, Ohio, 43055, or send us an email at Mix at 14thstreetministries.com. And this is a listener-supported ministry, and all the participants, we are all volunteers. Uh, No one is on any payroll, so we do um, appreciate your support. Very good. Okay, we're going back to um, 2 Corinthians, uh, and we're talking about uh, being an ambassador. Mm -hmm. And... uh, and of course, we want to be a good and faithful ambassador for this, uh, for our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, Michelle, would you read Second um, Corinthians nine through ten, please? Okay. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may ex- be accepted of Him, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that every one may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. Now remember, Paul is, um, Paul is always speaking to believers. So uh, trying to keep that in your mind. Um, let me read a couple items here. The judgment of the believers, we're talking about the believers being judged. They're not belie- being judged whether they're lost or saved or whatever, they're being judged on their works. The judgment of the believer's works is not not sins. You're not being judged on your sins. Those have been dealt with. And <clears throat> is in the question here, sins have been atoned for, atoned for and are remembered no more forever. In uh, Hebrews uh, 10, 16 through 18, but every work must come unto the judgment. Pam, let's see... Um, Let's see, I'll read. Michelle. Yeah, I have, I have um, Hebrews 10, 16 through 18. Yes. Okay. We read that. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts, and in their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now, where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. That's right. Christ was the 
final offering. He made the final sacrifice once and for all. Um, let's see, Pam, you want to read uh, Matthew 12, 35 through 37? Okay. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof on the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. But every work must come into judgment. And we're talking about the believers during the Bema Seat judgment, judgment seat of Christ. Uh, and as an ambassador, we need to, because we're all ambassadors, all believers, are, there's no exceptions. We're all ambassadors, and we're going to be judged for what we do. And we're being watched right now from heaven, and uh, Christ gets the glory out of uh, what he does, what he's done for us. Um, Michelle, would you read uh, Romans 14, 7 through 11? Sure. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. But, but why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set at not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Okay, good. Um, Pam, would you read Galatians 6, 6 through 8, please? Let him that taught the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And remember again that Paul is speaking to believers. These are believers. Mm -hmm. so, so you can, as a believer, you can give out bad information or you can uh, be used by Satan with a uh, doctrine of devils or whatever. Mm -hmm. so, see, who's going to read? Ephes How about somebody reading Ephesians 6, 8? Okay. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. And Colossians 3, 23 through 25. Pam. Okay. And whatsoever you do, do it hardly as to the Lord and not unto men. Knowing that the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye shall serve the Lord Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive the wrong for the wrong which he hath done, and there is no respect of persons. So everybody is judged the same, same standards. The result is rewards or loss of the rewards. But he himself shall be saved. In other words, Paul's talking to believers, they're saints. And they cannot lose their salvation, but they can lose their rewards. 
Uh-huh. And I think I think that's that's kind of a good point that what you just said to bring up is because you know as we're as we're talking about um, you know it is our um, it's it's commanded for us to be ambassadors um, for Christ um, and it was talking earlier about judgment um, so so we're not mi- we're not mixing up our salvation with works saying that we have to do works. What we're talking about is that that uh, reward. Yeah, we're working for a reward. Um, and then, of course, we're working because Christ died for us and he loved us. And we want to repay, which we can never repay anything, but we want to be obedient to the word and to that commission. Yes. Um, Michelle, let's see. First Corinthians 3, 11 through 5. Okay. Somebody want to read that? For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day they shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Pam, you want to read 2 Corinthians 5.11 through 15? Okay, 2 Corinthians 5.11. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God, and I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For we command not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may be somewhat that ye may have somewhat to answer them, which glory in the appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead, and that he died for all, and that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for all and rose again. Okay. Go ahead and read. Uh, let's see. Let me read uh, 16. Mm-hmm. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Ye, th- ye through we have known, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Uh, that's kind of, could be a confusing verse where it says, we know Christ no more after the flesh. We're talking about his teachings. He, he, he was born a Jew under the law and his ministry, his earthly ministry was to the nation of Israel, to the Jew and to the Jew only. So his teachings and whatever, we know those, know, know those no more because we're being taught by this mystery, this mystery from the risen Christ to the apostle Paul, to the body of Christ, to the Jew and the Gentile. So it's a new dispensation, a 
another dispensation, this age of grace, this age of this mystery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where it says faith plus nothing, grace and grace alone without works. Right. Within under under the gospel of the kingdom, it was works plus faith. Under the body of Christ, it's faith and faith alone. Christ's earthly ministry is to Israel, but Paul's teachings is from the risen Christ and the mysteries that was hidden in God before creation. The Godhead uh, came together and they were considering in this um, eternal uh, eternal um, purpose of Christ was this body of Christ and we're a part of that body. A new creation, one new man, Jew and Gentile, one body, a brand new creation. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, our citizenship is in heaven and we are ambassadors to heaven. And of course, we're given this um, ministry of reconciliation. Um, Michelle, would you read uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 17? Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Okay, this uh, new creation is a brand new program. Old things have passed away and new things, uh, things how God is dealing. This is how God is dealing with this Jew and Gentile, this brand new creation. And it was a mystery hid in God until he, uh, until he calls out Saul, the apostle Paul. Um, so second. it's not, it's not man's program, but it's God's program in how he is dealing with man. Yes. And he had us in mind before creation. Mm-hmm. He had this body of Christ, which we're a part of. And uh, Christ was predestined for this eternal glory, this eternal plan that he had for eternity. And we were part of that by accepting the gospel, by believing the gospel. Yeah, um, that verse sometimes, it's, we are a new person in Christ. And it says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Mm-hmm. A lot of people take that as when a person becomes a Christian, that automatically everything in their life that was old is going to be away. Mm-hmm. And then people struggle about it because they think, oh, you know, I got saved last week and then now I'm slipping back into um, a sin that, you know, maybe it's losing my temper. Or I've just did something wrong. Then I'm not a new creature. I'm not a new creation. Mm-hmm. It's not an automatic thing. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, a way what he's saying is you are a new creature. You are a new person in Christ. Yeah, that's, that's, there's a progression of your growth that comes along with that. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, that won't come to fruition until uh, we're raptured out. Then we receive a new body and uh, our soul and spirits adjoined to that new body. Yeah. And that, that reminds me of, um, Many years ago, it's hard to believe it's been like maybe 10, 15, almost 20 years um, that uh, we first started with 14th Street Ministries. And 
we went on the streets of Cincinnati, uh, Hamilton, Ohio. Um, and, you know, every other week we were talking with people, leading people uh, to, you know, the free gift of, of salvation. And then it did dawn on us that, um, you know, we do that, then we leave, we go home, but they turn around and they go back. So if they've, they've accepted Christ um, in their lives, they have to turn around and go right back into. So all of that didn't, didn't disappear. And I think that's why it's important for us to be ambassadors, um, not only just to give the information, but knowing how to rightly divide the word of God, giving, continually doing the education, continually giving them the food that they yeah, need. They, yeah, they need to be taught. Mm-hmm. Uh, top uh, proper doctrine or uh, sound doctrine. And like With, say, yeah. really dividing the word. Which actually, that's how we uh, started the school because we realized we had, we, we couldn't just give it to them, turn around and walk away because they would go right back into their, their world. And does, does that mean they, they lose that, that gift? No. But for them to struggle with um, growing in, in that faith. If they're, if they're non-productive, if they're not growing, they're non-productive for the body of Christ. Right. So we need to produce and we, we need to know. Yes. Be strong ambassadors. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to come back right after break and we're going to still be in second Corinthians. Uh, looks like we'll probably be starting at five, 18 through 20. Uh, so we're going to break and we'll be right back. Okay. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and entertained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with with us at be the star you are radio.com and the voice america empowerment channel 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back and again i'm your host michelle mix i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host pam lampton and we're talking about um, being ambassadors. Uh, that's what we're commissioned to do. Uh, so if you'd like, um, Michael, I'll open up with 2 Corinthians 5, 18 through, I'm going to, I'll do 18 and 19. Um, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Okay, let me stop you there for a second. This is to uh, this is to us as believers. We're reconciled with God. Okay, so this is to us. And verse nineteen is to the world. Okay, go ahead and read nineteen. Okay, and to the world, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. And that's our, that's our commission, is uh, to reconcile the world, to give them the gospel, uh, so people be, believe, be believers and have eternal life. God is building a kingdom of believers. Okay. And, of course, we need to understand our commission. It's very important. Pam, you want to go ahead and read uh, 20, and 20 and 21? That's 2 Corinthians 5, 20 and 21. Yes. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you to Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made in the righteousness of God in him. Okay, let's... Um, Let's talk about what this message is. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 15. 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. And this, this is the gospel. It's not a gospel. It's the gospel, this mystery that was given to Paul from the risen Christ, this revelation. Is it 1 Corinthians or 2? 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, okay. 1 Corinthians uh, 15, 1 through, through 4. 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all, 
that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. That, that is the gospel, death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. He shed, a, he, he shed his blood for our sins, to cover our sins, to wash our sins away. The death, burial, and resurrection. Okay. Now that the wall of separation between Jew and Gentiles is removed, now this gospel is to the Jew or Gentile, there is no difference. The wall is torn down and the world being reconciled to God to create one new man in Lord Jesus Christ. This is a brand new dispensation, this body of Christ, this age of grace, is a brand new dispensation from times past of this age of grace. Our responsibility as ambassadors is to preach the gospel of God, to preach the gospel, and God does the saving. We're, we're not out there saving people. God does the saving. We're to give this simple message to a lost and dying world, that gospel. Preaching sound doctrine, rightly dividing the word of truth, and a simple message of faith plus nothing. Christ's work at the cross was complete, perfect for our salvation, and man cannot add anything to that. Okay? Okay. So, um, let's see, Michelle, you want to read Second uh, Timothy 1 through 12? Uh, one twelfth, sure. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. God gave it to us in trust. God gave us the gospel, gave us the word of God, gave us this commission this uh, ambassadorship in trust. In other words, it's like going to a uh, savings and loan. It's a trust. They keep your valuables. And this trust is extremely valuable. And we're to keep it and uh, protect it. And we're not to be um, persuaded by men's ideas or whatever. What does the word say is what mm -hmm. we go by. Mm -hmm. Rightly dividing that word. But as we we're allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God, which trieth our hearts. This trust is the most valuable thing that you can possess. Our responsibility is to preach the word. It's God's responsibility to save. Every believer, you don't say, well, the pre it's for the preacher to do it, because we're all Proclaimers, preacher meaning proclaimer, we all proclaim the word, and that's our responsibility. We don't leave it up to some man, uh, the pastor of the church or whatever. We're all responsible for proclaiming the gospel. I think that's too, um, a lot of Christians have that burden of knowing that they should witness um, or share the word of God to somebody or share the gospel, but they're reluctant to do it because they're afraid of, rejection. Another point is they're afraid of somebody not 
receiving the word of God and not following through in their Christian faith, which is not their responsibility. Yeah. You know, we are to present the gospel to a person and allow God to do the work. Let the word of God not return void in their heart and let God do the work. That's what the Holy Spirit's there for. The Holy Spirit draws men to God. It's not ours. And it takes a big burden off Christians when you recognize that fact that we are ambassadors. We are the picture, the mirror that Christ wants us to be to shine the light and to give the gospel. And that's it. We're not. And, you know, the discipleship or to have Bible study with somebody or guide and direct that comes along with that. But we may not be that person that does that. God may mm-hmm. use somebody else in their life to do that or just to plant that seed. Mm-hmm. It's like um, Lydia pray or uh, Paul prayed for Lydia for, for the, for God to open her heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it was given to, like you say, it was given out, we give it out and we don't take on this responsibility of seeing that they're getting saved and all that. Our responsibility if we have the opportunity is to teach them sound doctrine, but our responsibility is to give out the gospel, which is the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. It's so simple and so easy. And remember too, um, I always think of it as a season that, you know, there's sometimes that people come into your lives at a season. They're there for a short time. Mm -hmm. And so we don't want to waste that opportunity if they don't know Christ. Uh, we want to use that because there's a reason they came to us in that season. Uh, just like we appreciated having uh, David read with us here for a season uh, to share um, uh, to share the uh, word of God, how to rightly divide, giving us tools to use so that we can go out and be that ambassador to somebody else, somebody else that we might only get to see for maybe a week or so. They came into our lives, um, you know, through our workplace, through our neighborhoods. Uh, we met them. We, we had that opportunity to talk with them, and we don't want to waste that. And that's why it's so important for us to study the Word of God, not just read the Word of God, but study and understand it and rightly divide it so that we're prepared when that opportunity comes mm-hmm. and be aware of that opportunity. Be, mm-hmm. be aware of seeing the opportunity when it arrives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's okay. see. Um, I have First Timothy 6, 20 through 21. Okay, go ahead. O Timothy, keep that which is committed to thy trust, avoiding profane and vain babblings and oppositions of science falsely so-called, which some professing have erred concerning the faith, Grace be with thee. Amen. Yeah, we need to really be aware of uh, there are people that, even believers, that will bring you uh, doctrine of devils. You can be a believer and allow Satan to use you by presenting false doctrine. Or it could be uh, true doctrine, which belongs in another dispensation. So we have to be aware of, of the sound doctrine, and we need to be aware of the trickery of Satan. 
And that's um, why it's good to know um, how to rightly divide and uh, what we're what we're giving out information. Yeah, the, the, the other thing about rightly rightly dividing is it makes the Bible extremely interesting, and and makes it uh, much easier to understand. And it's kind of addictive. You want to read the rest of the story. Now, I'm just going to ask, what is rightly dividing? How would you put that in layman's terms or right, people? Rightly, yeah, rightly dividing. Uh, what it means is rightly dividing the word of God. And in other words, it's, it's, quoting, it's quoting scripture, rightly dividing the word of God, rightly dividing the word of God. In other words, put everything in, in, in its proper order. Where, what, when, where, how, uh, who is he written it to, who's writing it, who's speaking it. Like writing. keeping it in content. Yeah, right. It's the Time word of God. Frame. Yeah, it's the word of God rightly divided. And who he was he's speaking to in the, the different ages. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I was said in the beginning, Paul is always speaking to Believers, what uh, believers that have already been that accepted the gospel? Okay. Okay. So, let's see where we at here. Uh, Titus one fourteen. Not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from truth. Yeah, we're to stay away from uh, denominational doctrine. Uh, you can't do this, you can't do this, or you got to do this. What does the word say? We always go back. What does the word say? Properly divided, of course. Mm-hmm. Michelle, would you want to read uh, 2 Timothy 1.13? Okay. Hold fast the form of sound words, which thou hast heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Okay. Keep that sound doctrine, that sound word in your mind. Study it. Stand on it. And um, uh, practice it. Pray for uh, wisdom and understanding as you study the word. And uh, just really quick, uh, right before we close, uh, can you um, uh, give one more? of what the gospel is. The gospel is so simple, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He was crucified, he died, he was buried, and he rose again the third day and sits at the right hand of God. If we believe that in our hearts, the word of God says we become a new creation and we have eternal life. And uh, we thank everybody for joining us today. Be back next week as we continue our series on Ambassador. Thank you for joining. You have been listening to Why Paul. Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com. And please join Michael R. Mix, Michelle Mix, David Reed, and Pamela Lampton again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.